It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. is in the car <laughs> facing an arby's in the middle of amarillo i don't even know what amarillo is it's like basically the town that borders new mexico but it's in texas amarillo armor what is yellow it sounds in Spanish? like oh I, amarillo uh, she goes azul i'm thinking like of dora i did rojo azul and then I don't remember what yellow is. Well, 10 years of public school Spanish did me really well. Don't even know the colors. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know it in French either. And I did that for three years. So could probably well, maybe tell you it in German. Probably not. Anyway, not so <laughs> today's all about boobs. Um, <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. Pumping. <laughs> Yeah, so we have so many funny voicemails, but we're just going to jump into our heck yeses and heck nos, do a little catch up because big changes in both Megan's and I's life since the last time we talked. And then all about... Start with you. Okay. What? Everyone wants to know. So you have a lot of... Yeah, and if it's not the big news between you and Mr. Sash, people are going to throw a fit. So just if there's any other heck yes, it's just off the table today. (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying I've been hounded to ask you all the questions for all the details obviously share what you want but (laughs) I feel like we should do a whole nother podcast episode about it but um yes I'm engaged (laughs) (laughs) we dated for six months and then we'll have a six-month engagement so it's perfect yep here we are I actually didn't know it was going to happen that day. I thought it was going to happen the next day. I was so confident. That is amazing. I was that like so amazing. confident, like even to the point where he pulled out the letter. I like, no one knows how he proposed, but he pulled out this letter. He was reading to me and we can get into it later if we have time. But, and I still was like, it's so weird. Like, why is he doing part of the engagement right now when he's proposing tomorrow? <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. You like totally had me fooled and like everything was so specific, even to the side that he was walking on so that they would photograph my good side. Wow. We need a man like that. He knows me very well. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, here we are. Here we are. And actually that is a mother freaking rock on your hand. (laughs) I know. I'm looking at it like I had seen a photo and I was like okay it's that is a solitaire fat diamond but now that I'm seeing it on your hand in comparison to everything else I'm like that thing it's is like, the size of a fingernail of yours it's like yeah yeah it's like <laughs> bigger than my pupil yeah it's it's heated so good <laughs> and it's like everything I wanted and more I never even really tried on a ring and so when I saw it, I was like that's exactly what I had in mind and like I didn't even tell him so he just asked friends I'm sure so yeah so yeah I'm gonna write an Instagram post actually about that because people are like oh like did you tell him what you wanted I'm like no I'm not gonna emasculate him (laughs) it's so special when they do it themselves yeah never knew what I wanted because I never tried them on either I was like I don't really know (laughs) people I feel like people are surprised about that that we didn't really know but I was I knew what I didn't want but I wasn't sure what I wanted yeah exactly I knew I for sure didn't want certain things and he knew about that but after that I was like find something that you think of me like when you see it you think of me you know Mm -hmm. and so he he did that and now I'm like wow he thinks a lot of me because of what he picked out you know what I mean so yeah I totally that's actually really good that's good advice because I when I see your ring I'm like that's so Megan like it's almost like lacy yeah and like it's like vintage but also new and like that's so you (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. 
very classy and elegant but modern and simple too like can be styled a million different ways (laughs) Uh uh-huh so literally the day after we went to the diamond store and he is using his grandfather's ring and got it resized yeah and it's like beautiful gold and then and it's like engraved by his grandparents like anniversary and then um I got my band so I'm like so obsessed with it (laughs) I don't have it yet. When you sent in the photo? Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The one with the, we got like seven diamonds across, but if it's too long, I'll just, they said I could just bump it down to five. So I was like, let's start with more. Let's start with more. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was, he was best news ever. I know apparently when he went to go pick it out because he went with one of his best friend's dads um, and he went to go, they were just going to go look and turns out he like bought it right there. And he was like sweating and like Mr. Rich is like his name. And he's like, buddy, do you need some coffee or do you need some like water, like a beer or something? He's like black coffee. I just need coffee. (laughs) He did not so expect to buy it then, but he just oh like found the diamond he liked. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. What so men need to do research on diamonds before they go. Like it's a lot and yeah. you don't even know like what you're looking for, what's better, what, like if you want something more white than yellow or how it's going to shine. Right. So I knew literally nothing about diamonds and Avery, later on told me that originally the diamonds in my band weren't pure so that meant they had like specks in them and that they would like over time dull the shine of the diamond and so we had to get them replaced with pure diamonds so that never happened but I didn't even know like diamonds with specks in them I had no idea so there's (laughs) um, so much yeah actually I don't really know either some people are like obsessed with diamonds I'm like I really don't even want like diamond earrings I would love like one diamond necklace like a nice one that like goes around you know that you can like a very glamorous one and maybe a pearl necklace but other than that like I am fine I would rather have like the little catholic jewelry or stuff like that um that you can switch in and out and I, I was always just like I just want the one diamond for my wedding um and he was like, Bet. <laughs> yeah like I don't even know if I said that but I was I always just was kind of like I don't yeah like I never am gonna be once like some women just really love diamonds you know yeah um, but anyways here we are Meg what's your heck yes oh my heck yes is that we're out of <laughs> that was a big oh. yawn because it's 7 a.m and she's sitting in the parking lot of her hotel room it's actually yeah it is 7 a.m you're right I was like what time is it um but yeah my head guess that we're out of New Mexico but we're still in Amarillo which is looking a lot like Albuquerque so <laughs> we're not totally out of the gunfire yet um but my for real head guess is that we moved ourselves entirely by ourselves um, and that's the first time we've ever done that uh, we've, I mean, we've moved ourselves with a U-Haul twice other, two other times before this, but we've never literally packed and moved everything into the U-Haul completely by ourselves before. Cause we've always had help. Um, Wait, all your we, furniture? Yeah. Um, and we thought we had, <laughs> we would have helped this time, but, um, none of Avery's buddies at work could do it. We're not quite sure why um and honestly that's that's like like that's crappy yeah like because that's really crappy especially the military community like yeah there's just help and there's a couple people that I could have reached out to and asked but they live off base or their wife just got pregnant like things like that where it's a longer drive for them to get home so we're like no and then by the point where we would have wanted to ask other people for help we were so close to packing up the whole thing by ourselves anyways we're like whatever we'll just do it Mm -hmm. and I did have a sweet girlfriend watch Carrie for like two hours when she said I help Avery finish cleaning and everything but Avery essentially lifted like 6,000, 7,000 pounds in two days. So Avery, I know. love it. Round of applause <laughs> for the guns. No, I know. So that's my head guess because it was just really cool. And like, I mean, it was not necessarily fun, but it was like 
hell yeah we just did that like, by the way how do you even transport the guns with different states like actual guns not his arms um, <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> uh, that's a question for Avery I'll be totally honest I every state has a different like yeah you have you to have like different rules and different registration crap and yeah yeah I'm pretty sure if you register in one state it's valid in certain other states but like california for instance would be like nope sorry you can't have your ar-15 here and it's like well constitutionally i can or it's like (laughs) oh you have to have like it in the trunk or like then you have to have the ammo in the glove box and like these specifics yeah 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 so right now they're just completely disassembled ammo is out of them they're in their own like locked compartments in the back of trunks of cars and stuff oh got it nice yeah well, Meg, yeah. what's your heck no? You want to explain? Yeah. Wait, did you finish your heck yes? Yeah, that was, yeah. It's very simple. You're out of New Mexico. Yeah. How I does it, wait, things. you've been there for two years. Almost, yeah. Dang. So oh, thank glad. goodness we made it out before three. I'm we're, glad you're done so I have to quit compl- hearing you complain, Megan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not the only one. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing me complain. Are you kidding me? I'm sick of hearing Avery and I both complain like every time we eat dinner and hear a gunshot. All right. Don't worry. Okay. I'll have my moment. I'll have my many <laughs> moments considering you I have six months until I become part of the military. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be fun though. Yep. <laughs> um my heck no is new mexico just wanted to kick me in the butt one more time before i crossed the border (laughs) in texas and i was going 85 on a highway where the speed limit was 75 it's a two-lane highway where only semi trucks are in the right lane so when you're in the left lane you're supposed to be passing people right like there's no reason to be slow and 10 over on a highway is like the golden rule is it not like am i crazy i thought that was like so many people more than 10 over oh yeah people are gonna get fired up about this yeah okay good i hope so because i don't want to feel like a psychomaniac but i feel like this is the most ridiculous thing ever so i see a cop in the future and (laughs) i like start to slow down a little bit and then he pulls off sure enough gets behind me doesn't turn his lights on for like 25 seconds so he's just right behind me for 25 seconds i'm freaking out because i'm like he's running your plates yeah either turn your lights on or leave me alone like what are you doing and eventually of course he turns his lights on carrie is asleep mind you i have one hour and 30 minutes left plenty of time for her to finish her nap and me to get there without her screaming of course I go over the on the side of the road. Right. And that wakes her up and she starts screaming. He comes over to the side of the car. My car is packed. You guys, the passenger seat has my suitcase boxes, all kinds of things, because my girlfriend (laughs) tomorrow is going to be sitting in the middle back seat with Carrie. So we packed the passenger seat and I roll the passenger window down. I can like kind of see him through the stuff. And (laughs) he's like, He's like, ma'am, I pulled you over because you're going 85 and 75. And I was like, are you, do you hear what you're saying right now? Like, and Carrie's screaming, of course. So this is, you know, happening. You're like, what'd you say? Say it again. I know. I know. Right. And he was like, I need your license and registration. I was like, okay, but I'm going to have to get out of the car and pull my suitcase out of that side of the car to get the registration out of the glove box, which my suitcase is blocking. He was like, all right. So I get out of the car and I get my registration license and everything and I hand it to him. And then he's like, is she going to be okay? And I was like, no, can I get her out and give her a bottle? And he was like, no, ma'am, I'm going to need you to come over here and stand by my headlight. And I was like, what the hell? Have you ever? So you just leave me the baby. Yes. Has that ever been protocol for when you get pulled over on the side of the road to go stand by his headlight? I have never seen my parents get pulled over and go stand by a headlight. I have never done that. And this is not my first speeding ticket, you guys. Okay. And, and I'm like, okay, this is good. Um, he was like, is there anyone else in the car? I was like, no, just my dog in the back seat and my screaming child. And he was like, okay, come with me. And I was like, do you, do you understand what you're asking and saying? Because now you're telling me to leave my screaming kid in the car on the side of the highway by herself and me come stand by your headlight for going 10 over on a highway. Okay. So then I'm standing by his headlight and he's got his passenger door open, almost like a barrier between us. Like he's like afraid I'm going to start shooting him or something, which like, I don't mean to be lighthearted about this or anything, because I know that's been a serious thing for cops the past year. And they've just been completely destroyed the past year. 
and this is like ruining it for everyone, including solo moms traveling on the side of the road. Um, but I'm like, I've handed him my military ID. I am in a USA turning point shirt. I am a solo mom driving. I'm like, what else do you need to know that I'm not a threat? Right? Like I am a conservative woman who wants you to do your job well and who is going to get in and get out and move on with her life. And I have to say, I haven't heard of one situation in the news where it's a woman of your age with right. a baby that mm-hmm. kills a cop. I'm just saying, I right. haven't heard it. I'm sure it's and, happened. And then he starts to ask me if I have anything on me, guns, and if I have any in the car. And I'm like, I don't have any on my person, but there are some in the back trunk. They're my husband's. They're packed away. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, no one has ever asked me if I have guns on me while getting a speeding ticket <laughs> on the side of the road. In Maybe it's a New Mexico car. thing. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, good night, New Mexico. Really just wanted to throw me one last sucker punch to the chin and so he's using the door and he's like anytime I go to swat a fly because I'm like in the middle of the desert in New Mexico on the side of the road in the sun anytime I go to move my hand or anything he like freaks out and looks over at me and I'm like bro you've got to chill like so, there's <laughs> nothing going on and my child is still screaming in the other car and so like tw- it's been 20 minutes off. 20 minutes yes. by now it's it's been like 10 10, okay. 15 total of me being this whole transaction. Um, and then eventually- I would have been so rude at that point. Like, let me I give my kid, getting, like, do you want to hold her? Like, right. some, let's do something here. Right. And it was almost like this was either the first time he pulled someone over or he was new or something was going on because he was doing it in such a like protocol where he was making sure his little security camera on him, like kept flashing towards me. And every single question he asked was like very scripted and very on point and everything. And I was like, dude, you have completely lost your heart in the midst of this. And you're being completely ridiculous and kind of a jerk right now. Like what's his name? I'm sure you can Google it. Jonathan Martinez. (laughs) Oh yeah. You could for sure Google. Like, oh, I know sure. I could. I know I could. Um, but then he like reminds me again that he's pulling me over because I was going 10 over and I wanted to laugh and ask him again why he was doing that. And he was like, you can either go to court in Tukukamari. I don't even freaking know the town that I was right next to and contest it and plead not guilty. Or I could just plead guilty and pay the $82. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to pay the $82. I don't even care. Because technically, yes, I'm speeding in the rule books, but like in the like general rule book of the public, like 10 is normal. And so I just get back in the car and Carrie's screaming and I'm ticked off. And I, mm. and then of course, as soon as I drive like five minutes, it's like, welcome to Texas. I'm like, wow, can I be happier to be here? So yeah, that was, that's my heck now. And Amarillo, Avery slept in our car last night with his guns because he thought someone would steal the U-Haul or the Forerunner or look into our cars. Oh, really? So, he didn't sleep in the hotel room? He did not sleep in the hotel room. He took certain things out of the U-Haul's engine so that if they tried to start it, it wouldn't start. <laughs> and even if they jumped the engine, the fuel pump wouldn't go into the engine. So he took something out for that too so that where are you staying you're telling okay so just a background the reason why avery wasn't there is because he was driving a u-haul like 30 minutes behind megan yes yeah and he decided to sleep in the u-haul with the guns across his chest probably with did he bring a dog with mo Mo because mo was gonna just sit in the hotel and whine all night if dad left and didn't take him right and then he also took stuff out of the truck like literally took the car apart yeah broke down the engine basically so that no one could jump it um because he's really worried that i mean the foreigner is attached to the u-haul and the foreigner is jam-packed with stuff and you can see it from the street like there is just stuff piled high in this forerunner and the like thing that it's what do you call it the trailer that it's hitched to the hitch has no lock on it so if they wanted to, they could unhitch the trailer, attach it to their car and drive off with the trailer and the U-Haul and all our crap in it. So he literally parked the Highlander like in a T behind the Forerunner trailer mm-hmm. and slept in the Highlander with his guns and dog. So wait, so the, the U-Haul's the U-Haul is dragging the Forerunner. Yep. You you need to take a pick of this train. Guys, a lot is happening. I'll take one as soon as I get out because this is hilarious. It's like a <laughs> that it's a I'm just like basically. This is so like this is so you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to be my friend. <laughs> what do you mean? If someone described this like 
this day and that night, I would be like, for sure, Megan. Like, Megan, <laughs> that's Megan. But not for, like, lack of trying to get out of it. Like, not for a desire to be in a gunfire zone where people are, like, known for theft and crime. And I'm getting pulled over for going 10 over while someone's stealing something out of our car. Like, <sighs> okay well, yeah. welcome to yeah, alabama i know right i'm gonna freaking cry when that happens which is hilarious I never okay it. so my heck no is it was just funny i was talking to stash this morning and he was saying that he was at work and some guy was like playing loud music and he wasn't using headphones and mm. i was like oh those are the worst kind of people and then i was like you know what kind of people those are those are the kind they're just like dog people when you walk in their house and they think that everyone loves dogs, like dog people literally assume that everyone else wants their dog on top of them. And it's the same thing with loud music players. They, they think that everyone in the room also wants to listen to that same trashy song. Yes, that's true. That's actually a good analogy. I wouldn't associate myself with those dog people. Yeah. I wouldn't associate (laughs) with that you with that either. Or like, It's, it's mostly like not even in the house too. It's like outside, like you're yes. sitting at a restaurant and they walk a dog past like, Oh, sorry. I'm like, the dog's literally on me and I'm eating and I don't even know you like get it off me. I literally right. always ignore contact. I'm like, when someone walks past with the dog and they're like letting the dog stop and stiff my legs, I'm like, don't even make eye contact. I'm just like, it's not right. cute. Like keep walking. It's an animal right. and the animal's right. mouth is on me. Get it off. <laughs> the animal has now eaten my salad i am pissed oh my gosh but like That's people true. on airplanes and they have that loud music and mm. they have headphones and all you can hear is like the yep yep a whole plane ride i'm like i don't care what song is it the song hasn't changed do something with the right. beat rip it out of your ear turn it down do something i'm gonna throw it across the plane <laughs> yeah always it just gets me fired up you know yeah Yeah. it's one of those things that it's a pet peeve of everyone yeah yeah yep yeah yep Uh uh-huh um okay another (laughs) funny thing I just two things I have to bring up before we jump into breastfeeding is um whoa what was that was that me sorry no I think that was me I moved my necklace to the front carry on oh you good you good (laughs) so there's this salted caramel cold brew from um, Whole Foods that they have in like a bottle jug like this. And I'm, I'm um, like, my legs won't stop shaking at 840 in the morning. <laughs> but you know, I'm really liking this specific cold brew. Because I remember Can we talked about like creamer or milk or something to make it less dirty. <laughs> But it's like it's at the perfect consistency right now, mm. and so it's just kind of like my leg. And Stash hates when I shake my leg or shake my hand or yeah. something because I get to a point a lot of the times, like four o'clock, where I need to do something with my body in order to have some energy. And we're sitting right. there talking to someone, and so I need to start shaking my legs so that I get some energy out. And he like can't even. He would typically be holding my hand, just like drops my hand because he can't <laughs> deal with the shaking. But I can't stop shaking because I'm like I need right. to get energy out. But we're in a discussion with people right now. Right. But I need to do something with my body underneath this table. Right. So <laughs> that's that's one thing. And then one other comment I wanted to bring up. I get an email this morning from my dad and I'm pulling up the email right now. And he was just like a gift for you. I thought the six month program might be interesting. And have you heard of Dr. Laura before? No. Okay. So she is like, um, I said like a, a psychologist or like therapist that has had a talk show for like a few decades on Sirius XM and she's like okay. conservative Jewish and people call in and she like tells them what to do. And she like has no BS. And, um, anyways, my dad and I listened to Dr. Laura and he sent me her six, six course program that, uh, it's called the proper care in feeding of husbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the proper care and feeding of husbands. 
So does so, he know that you're not a hundred percent sure how to feed yourself yet? Or is that like, <laughs> after you learn how to feed your husband? Or what? And it's so funny because the one thing that uh, Stasha's mom told me is that he'll be happy as long as you feed him every three hours. <laughs> every three hours. Oh my God. And it's so funny because he would go shopping with his mom and sister. And as long as that he, he was fed or had something from the food court, he would sit there all day. I'm like, yep. amazing. Honestly, amazing. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, anyways, those are two funny things that or not even funny. Well, the last one was funny and I'm glad my dad sent me that because he had (laughs) talked about it before. So I'm going to like do start doing some of it today. I feel like this cold brew is making me, my brain think faster than my words can work. And I'm really like tripping over everything. Mm. Anyways, uh, Catholic company. (laughs) Thanks. We're doing great. We're doing great. So Catholic company, I have this, um, holy family white beautiful statue in oh, my room it. and it's not like mega big so it's not like Mm-mm. flashy or really like colorful or anything like that it's just kind of like a stucco white mm-hmm. and really really elegant and it's like saint joseph is over mary's shoulder and mary's holding baby jesus and it's just like such oh. a beautiful replica of the holy family and it, it's something that i get comments on a lot yep in my room. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. Megan just commented on it. So that's Uh from Catholic (laughs) company. Um, you can, you, you, you can can use code heck for 15% off. We just adore Catholic company and everyone that works there. So, um, check them out and you can find direct links in our show notes. Okay. Um, also we have a lot of space for sponsors. So if you have a small business or something like that, and you want to get it out to a very specific demographic, AKA Christian and Catholic women in their twenties and thirties, mostly like that's kind of our mega demographic. We are the people for you to get that word out. So, um, email us at what in the dang heck at gmail.com or shoot us a DM via our Instagram. Although that might take us a little bit to answer to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Meg, you want to lead us with some of your like nursing and pumping stories? Sure. And then we'll dive I into voicemails. I think this is what inc- or inspired this podcast episode was a couple months ago, I was flying back from a wedding and I had, I decided I wanted to wear this really long dress that goes to the floor and it's like a high neck. So there's no way for me to wear it while nursing Carrie, because I would literally flash everyone every time I pulled up my dress to be her, right? <laughs> And so I was like, I'm going to wear this today at the airport because I don't have carry on me and I can wear it while I go home and be cute and whatever. And so I'm driving to the airport and I have like an hour drive to the airport. So I start pumping with my LV under this dress and I'm, I forget it's there. And I, I like, it's really that comfortable. It, uh, yeah. And it turns off too after like a certain amount of time. So it stops like pumping your boobs. So it's just sitting there. And so, and it was a morning flight and there's just a lot going on. So I literally forgot, call it mom brain, whatever you want. And I turned in my rental car and I get on the shuttle and I get to the airport and I check in and then I go through and I'm literally about to get into security and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's a boob pump on my boob right now. And I'm in the middle of an airport and I'm looking around for restrooms and I'm not finding any and I'm late like I'm late for my flight today which is like not good but kind of on brand also and I'm looking around for a restroom and I'm not seeing one and I see like a little alcove where like it's like an employees only door and so I'm like oh my gosh this is perfect I'll just go to that corner I'll pick my dress up I'll take my pump out and it'll be fine and keep in mind this is a floor length dress there's no other way to this pump other than up and under so I like (laughs) I like kind of hide myself in this corner away from everyone in the general public walking by this like doorway but praying to god no one walks out of the doorway because they will literally get completely flashed and so i'm like okay three two one and i just (laughs) and i just really quick 
pull the pump out, throw my dress back down. I have this pump now that's got like tons of milk in it, right? And I'm rushing back to security and I open it and I dump it in the trash can and I shut it and I throw it. <laughs> Not the whole pump, just the bottle, like the milk. I empty it out and dump the milk into the trash can. Oh, because you weren't keeping it. You were just like relieving right. yourself. Right. I was just relieving. Yeah. And making sure that my like supply stayed up. And so then I shut it and I go through security and I make it to my flight and everything. But that entire thing, I was like, wow, I just never thought this would be a moment in my life that I would ever have to deal with. And then there was another time where my pump was not working or I know I didn't pump enough. And so my boobs got really huge and rock solid <gasps> and start to think mastitis. And you're like, oh my gosh, everyone's always said that it's the worst thing in the world. And so- Wait, what happens? Time, Explain. I've never done this. So, so I don't have mastitis. I didn't have mastitis. But what happens is if you don't pump your boobs enough over the course of however many hours. So like say Carrie typically ate every three hours off of my boobs. If I went like six plus hours without having relieved my boobs, they're starting to fill up with all this milk that typically like they make for Carrie on that timeline. Right. And so they're just filling up and they're filling up. And the more your boobs fill up, the more tender they get, the more heavy they get. And they get really full and engorged. And then it's harder to release the milk because everything just starts to pile in there and there's less room for movement. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So they can't be expressed well. And I either had forgotten my pump or had waited too long to pump that my pump wasn't working. And so I had to hand express. Avery calls it milking, which is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But I had to hand express my boobs in a hot shower. And even that didn't do enough. Like at that point I needed Carrie to like release it all. Other, So I, the whole trip, luckily it was only like a 24 hour trip, but the whole trip I was in bathroom stalls in the airport, leaning over the toilet, hand pumping my boob into like my breast milk into the toilet the entire trip. Or in like, I was planning my trip and my stops to places that I knew had bathrooms that I could do that in, or I like took multiple hot showers in the hotel before I left. It was, so it's really hard. It is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not convenient at all. No, but it is liquid gold. So it's like one of those things where you're like, Oh my gosh. But after that trip too, she was like nine or 10 months. And I was like, all right, my goal is to get it to a year. And I I think I'm I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> Wait, so how does it, um, like what's the feeling when you pump and have to throw it away? I don't feel anything because I have a ton stored. Well, I did totally moved and then we just tossed it out. Cause she's pretty much done nursing anyways. Um, but I didn't feel the only thing I thought of was like, should I ask, um, ask a mom in the airport if she wants this for a kid? And then I was like, that's weird. That's really weird. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Because I do feel kind of wasteful and I do know it's got like a butt ton of nutrients in it. So it's like really like special and important. Or you're like, but anyone got pink like, eye? Anyone? I <laughs> Any takers? $5 a pop. No, I literally was... I mean, that's the only thing I think of is wasteful, but I don't like have an emotional attachment to it because I had pumped so much in the early stages of Carrie's like life where I had so much in the back end frozen for her if she needed it or we ran out or anything. But now she prefers formula and she eats and she drinks water and she drinks juice and she drinks off the boobs some still for comfort. So she's got such a like mixed diet now that it doesn't even matter. But I do wow, know for so it's for comfort it. then. Yeah, now it's for comfort because I know it's not not enough is coming out of me for her to be filled up anymore. And that's just how my body went. And that's why most women's fertility will start to come back around nine months because that's when their bodies start to not produce, not be able to produce enough for their almost one year old to be full when they go to bed and to sleep well and all this stuff. Someone, I mean, every woman's different, but that's really common. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Oh my gosh. I'm excited to hear these voicemails. (laughs) I know. Wait. So then, sorry, one last question. I'm like, so you're going to stop doing, how do you just stop doing all of it? So I thought it was going to be a lot more like stressful and require a lot more work and attention of me. Um, because back when she was 10 months, I thought like, okay, I'm going to start like weaning her now, but then it like, it really does happen. Like they kind of tell you, and your body just kind of does it and switches track. And maybe that's not the case for everyone. And I have to keep saying this, like everyone is different because this is such a like 
important and touchy topic for women. And some women like work all the time and can't even breastfeed. And some women wanted to breastfeed, but can't breastfeed. So, right. Exactly. So it's just all over the place. But for me, my, I went on a, I went to a wedding for like three days for a three day trip, came back and then left again for four to five days for that California little Catholic retreat. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it had been almost a full week without Carrie. And even if you pump nothing, like there's like actual receptors that your body receives from your baby latching on and nursing that a pump cannot give to your body. So even though I was pumping, I was pumping like not even an ounce and I could go like five to six hours and my boobs were not filling up or anything. So my body was just naturally adjusting to me, not having Carrie with me. And then when I got back, Avery was telling me that she had been sleeping and napping so well because he was giving her a bottle and she was getting like four plus ounces and just passing out full stomach. You know what I mean? So, wow that just kind of happened. And now that's where we're at. And it actually works out so well. And God is so good because I can just throw her a bottle in the back seat when she's fussing and wants to nap and not have to pull over and nurse and worry about that because I am driving solo with her until this afternoon when we pick up my girlfriend. So, and it's formula. Yeah. We're just, we just used, I think it's Similac or we use the like advantage off brand of Similac. I don't know. Dang. Oh my yeah. gosh. So you're going to be done soon. Her one first birthday. Well, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you don't know what's coming girlfriend. <laughs> I'm getting my boobs back. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited That's to so wear funny. outfits again. Okay. <laughs> to wear what? Cute outfits again that I don't have to worry about. Like, can I nurse buttons? <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Okay. So speaking- All right, let's hear from Speaking of pink eye, I feel like I should just start with this one. (laughs) Oh, no. Hi, Megan Cecilia. I am calling in with a breastfeeding story. It's actually more of just a breast milk story. I've never had kids, so I've never breastfed. But a few years ago, I was out of state visiting my best friend, and she was breastfeeding at the time. And when I arrived there to where I was staying with her and her baby, I realized that I had pink eye. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am going to be sleeping in a bed with my friend and her baby, and I have pink eye, and I don't want to give it to either of them. So I told them, or told my friend, and I guess I told her baby too. (laughs) Um, And she was like, okay, um, this is weird, but if you're willing to try it, like, let's do it. And she was like, breast milk is kind of magical. It heals like everything or not everything, but ton of things. And she was like, I can just like squirt a little bit in a cup for you and you should just put it in your eye and we can see if it helps. So I was like, okay, why not? I'm super comfortable with you. Let's try it. So I did it. And it was like almost instantly the pink eye cleared up and so then I was able to share a bed with her and like not give her and her daughter pink eye so that was one of the weirdest things I've ever done with her but it was great have a great day bye she seems so unamused she was just like I know (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) I love that they were that like that is something Annie and I or you and I would do though I'd be like f it like this is just how oh it yeah <laughs> I would totally do it it's totally magical too I know okay this is so weird but I remember looking up when I was looking up like lactation cookie recipes breast milk brownies came up and it was like an actual thing where instead of using regular milk you use breast milk in the brownies and I was like reading a blog because I was so intrigued and there were so many comments about like, oh my gosh, my kids request these. And I was like, what? (laughs) Wait, so you're eating your own breast milk then? I mean, if you're eating the brownies, then yeah, essentially that's what would be happening. Um, But I think they were talking about how they use them when like the household gets sick or something like. Oh, like they store them. Yeah. And I know people store like colostrum from cows which is like the first milk that comes in that's like literally liquid gold and it's like gold colored people will buy that and it is not cheap 
and they will keep it frozen until like anyone in the house gets sick and they'll feed it to them and it like instantly so like I'm borderline like want to gag but then I'm like okay this makes I sense. know like it makes sense but it's also like what the crap yeah <laughs> like I'm just like Ugh. yeah I know when I read rational brownies I was like absolutely not but then I was like well it's not weird that I'm feeding it to my daughter like and why That's does that change so when she funny. gets older if it's out of a brownie you know what I mean she'll never know just say these right. are medicine brownies they're gonna think it's something else it's it's weird. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. okay so this next one I'm trying to decide which one to do okay um let's do this one from Caroline you know Caroline yeah. Stacy, <laughs> Carol, and Ryan. I'm like, what are heck no's and heck yeses? I don't know. But I thought Brian told me the breastfeeding thing. So I used to hate breastfeeding. I used to think it was so gross, even though I recognize it's more wholesome and organic, etc. But it's so grossed me out when I was like in high school. So Christy, Will's sister, was breastfeeding her firstborn son. And I was like, still really sensitive and grossed out by breastfeeding. And, but I was like, I have to get over it because I'm going to do it one day. So I'll just stay here with her while she's breastfeeding him. And he's a really difficult baby. And like, as he's mid suck, he like rips his head away and Christy's milk projectile shoots over to my face and into my mouth. <laughs> I actually, I think I threw up <laughs> and gagged a little and it was traumatizing. And it took a while to get over, but now I'm like, fine, let's watch you do breastfeed. It's whatever. Anyway, okay, yep, yeah, that's a good one. She's my ass. Bye. <laughs> I can imagine Caroline's face, just like her eyes rolling in the back of her head and just be like, you did not. You did not. Like, <laughs> I guarantee you, she is not the only one that that has happened to. It's the same thing as like trying to change a baby boy's diaper and then like shooting pee somewhere. Oh it's yeah. The same thing happens. It it had happens. <laughs> In the amount of times like I have nannied for people who have a baby who I need to warm up breast milk for, breast yeah. milk all smells like for instance like if magazine paper got wet, that's mm-hmm. what breast milk smells like. Does that make sense? Okay. It smells yeah, kind of like cardboard. That. Like if you put your nose in a new cardboard box. You know, I can't honestly say I've ever really smelled breast milk, but I will say that when Carrie was no, solely you've never smelled nursed, breast milk on Carrie. No, but what I'm saying is when she just nursed and she didn't eat anything else and she didn't drink formula or anything, her mouth always smelled so sweet. Like it always, she smelled so good all the time, but that also might be because like mom, daughter, bond, hormones. She came out of you. Yeah. 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 But now that she like eats other things and has formula and has two teeth, I'm like, girl, we got to start brushing her teeth. Like, Ugh. we got to get some yeah. mouthwash in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh yeah, that's right. It's like, there's nothing to brush there. Right. So like, what do you do? I bet they have like little chewables just like dogs you give them like yeah. breath mint bones <laughs> they have a little lollipop for babies that like makes their breast smell better I don't oh know. yeah I'm sure there's something like that okay um here is another one just about kind of like the projectile so oh, no. here we go hi Megan and Stacey this is Taylor um I've called in before I actually was um tight pants guy's fiance um, this has actually been podcasting long enough for me to get married and have a baby to call in for your breastfeeding um, podcast. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so my story is like breastfeeding related. Um, it it happened the other night. Um, I was up late breastfeeding my five week old baby, and he he was just kind of fussy, and I couldn't figure out why. So I took him back to bed, and instead of like putting him in his bassinet. I laid next to him on the bed and just, like, had him kind of tipped on his side and was still burping him um, while we were laying in bed. And, like, I had my face up close to his because um, it helps him to fall asleep. So our noses are touching, and I'm, like, falling asleep. He's he's not really burping. I'm just kind of patting his back. It's making him fall asleep. And I <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this moment. I feel this, like, gush of warm liquid all over my face. He had projectile vomited 
like all of my breast milk back at me into my eyes. Like just I'm so glad my eyes were closed and that I was falling asleep because I can't imagine what it would be like. But when I sat up, there was like this foot radius of just breast milk all over my bed and my pillow. It was in my hair. Like the sound of it woke my husband up and he's like, what's happening? I was like, get me a towel. I can't even open my eyes. He's like trying to turn on the light. It was like this big fiasco. We had to change our sheets and like leave a towel under the sheets when we changed them because it like soaked through to the mattress. And so that's my funny and gross breastfeeding story. It was more of a the after effects of breastfeeding. I'm pretty sure he threw up everything that was in his stomach, and it was hilarious, even though it was kind of the stressful situation that would have made somebody cry, I think. Um, I hope you guys have a great day and enjoy listening to all these funny stories. I'm excited to hear them. I love that she has been around long enough to get married and have a baby and call in about this. <laughs> Me too, and she called in when she was, I'm, I slightly remember the tight pants man. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't put my, I remember it, but I can't remember what it was about, but right. yeah, that's hilarious. And I'm sure you're not the first person that to happen to. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm really glad you laughed about it because she mentioned other people would probably cry and that's true. But I feel like the ones who like get through it well are the ones that just like, like, yep, that just happened to me. No, if I was not. overly tired though. And it was like soaking through the sheets. I'm like, oh, you know like yeah the first like eight to ten weeks with your baby though like nothing they can do nothing wrong like it's never their fault they like it's a sweet little angel and if anything you just have to make a rule to your husband that anything you say to your husband in the middle of the night does not count is void because anything that you think like any issue or problem or frustration, it is not the sweet baby angel's fault. It is your husband's husband's fault. fault. Yes, exactly. So (laughs) that's so funny. But I I understand the soaking through fluid, soaking through the sheets and soaking through the mattress and all that jazz. I did not think twice to sleep with a bra or pads or a shirt or anything the first like week of Carrie's life at home because I just wanted us to be skin to skin all the time. Uh, and we'd done it in the hospital and it was fine, but that was because my milk hadn't come in yet. Uh, first time mom rookie over here. So I would wake up with giant puddles. I would be in giant puddles of my own breast milk that had just leaked out and dripped out overnight. And I was like, all good. right, that's good. So- You're going to need, um, everyone should have a mattress cover. It's almost like yes. a, it goes underneath yep. the, the sheet. It's like yep. waterproof. Yeah. Yeah, we said we were going to get one and then we didn't and we still don't have one, but you definitely need that for not just breast milk, but for like healing postpartum wise. It's just things are just going to leak everywhere. And kid so pee just, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of it, yeah. all of it. Or if you eat on bed, I don't know, some people do that stuff will soak through. True. True. Um, okay, so Meg, you want to tell us about House of Joppa before we continue on with some voicemails? Yes. Okay, so when I saw your statue from Catholic company I legit thought house of Joppa because all of their work is white clean pretty soft statues of saints the holy family they have like a really cool tile of saint john paul ii um or I think it's a tile right it's like a circle Mm -hmm. thing you sit on like a yeah um but everything that they have is very clean and soft and just goes well with anything that you have in your house and we have really really loved uh working with them and sponsor having them sponsor us they've been awesome um and we love everything that they stand for and everything that they sell and put out their instagram is beautiful like it's It's so aesthetically yep (laughs) it's so aesthetically pleasing so you can use code heck 15 for 15 percent off anything at house of joppa and everything is linked in our show notes as always as always okay so um let's do let me think here and let me think here one more voicemail about best feet best breastfeeding and then we have an update about p-bomb lady so yeah here we go p-bomb priest bomb oh <laughs> hi cecilia it's madeline from instagram i just sent you a message that i had a story so here's my story when atlas was a baby and I was breastfeeding him, my friend and her five-year-old daughter came to visit me, and her daughter didn't know about breastfeeding, 
And I had gone back to my bedroom to feed Atlas, and she walks in, and her face just, she's horrified. And she says, Maddie, why is Atlas eating you? And I had to explain to her that it was not what it looked like. And she was so concerned. And it was the funniest thing because she had no idea that that was a normal thing. So that's my funny breastfeeding story. Um, hopefully this fits the criteria, but I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Why is Atlas eating you? <laughs> Honestly, I must be... really thought that as a kid. Yeah? That probably must did. Be so, point. like, I don't even know when I learned, but it must be like, how do you... There's probably a specific way to tell your kid, but it's probably so jarring for a kid. Yeah, it's, well, I don't know, because some people tandem nurse where they have like their two-year-old nursing on them while they're also nursing their newborn. Like kudos to those What? Whoa. Oh yeah. It's impressive. Um, So then they get old enough to understand and kind of talk to you. So then it makes me think like they never think that's weird. Yeah, there was, I remember I was homeschooling at homeschool co-op when I was younger and the kid was like four or five years old and he would just lift his mom's shirt up, take a suck and then continue on playing. Oh my God. Whatever you do, you, it's your kids, it's your life, but he would literally run over, lift his mom's, take a little hydration moment and then put it back down and go back on the playground. So like, almost like those were his. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's just what you do. Like some people, oh some kids would gosh. have a sippy cup, others have a Gatorade, and he's right. got a nipple. He's like, these are mine. Yeah. So he oh had to gosh. be five. I'll never forget that moment too. Cause I was just like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Hmm. You're okay. I was like, hmm, that's new. That's real, like, but not new for him. Definitely not new for him. <laughs> huge for him I know that's been his whole life so yeah um and she definitely had younger kids and stuff otherwise I don't know how she was keeping that supply up right uh, must be healthy kid yeah for real Better real healthy at that point I know okay so like I said this one is nothing to do with breastfeeding or pumping or anything and this has to do with updates on the p-bomb if you guys remember last time how he she thought that he was gonna like ask her out and then he was like actually i'm going to this like priest dinner thing and she was like what what's going on so this is the update i was the one who called um in about the whole p-bomb situation my basically the guy that i'm in love with um told me that he was going to it dinner to destroy the priesthood and everything and I was like oh okay and I thought that we've been kind of flirting a little bit um we had tried once and it didn't work out um on his end and so basically update um he went to the dinner and then about a week and a half later it's my birthday and he drove me home and uh we end up talking about our feelings about each other and he says that he has actually been praying about us um, he does not want to be a priest, no matter how much people want, uh, him to be. And I'm holding hands, like holding each other, like while we're listening to like worship music. Um, and then a week and a half later, he says that he thinks the Holy Spirit is leading us to just friends for the second time. Um, and you would think that that means something is over, but if you know the situation, we uh, nobody in my life thinks it's actually over uh his one of his best guy friends when i told him the situation basically told me hey third time's a charm right because we have tried dating twice uh so far and uh i just think the devil's really getting to us but love the podcast ladies i'll keep on updating you guys okay let me just real quick just get on your soapbox just send yep. it Yep. 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 Um, so I think often we can over-spiritualize things and Stash is probably laughing right now as I say this because he thinks I'm queen of over-spiritualizing things, but, um, (laughs) like sure it could be the devil, but also it could be that he's a boy and you're looking for a man. So he's Mm. literally been playing with your heart for how long? I don't know, like two, three times. 
he's scared, walk away. No one deserves, no one deserves to be back and forth like that at all. And especially three times, like, whoa, sorry, sorry, something flung off. Like no one deserves that. It's, 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 it's completely like, we'll destroy a woman's self-worth because we make it about us. It's like, what, what's about me? Like, why does he think we're friends? Like, he doesn't know what he wants and he can't discern two things at a time. So Mm -hmm. he, you, I like, I know you're not asking for advice, but I'm just going to give it like walk away. Yeah. Because he doesn't know what he wants. Clearly you shouldn't have to wait around for him to figure it out or you shouldn't be available at his every move. Right. It threw me off. I was like, oh, cute. Like not discerning the priesthood, holding hands. And then you're like, just discern that we are going to be just friends. I was like, the heck that's exhausting. No, he should have discerned that before he came back to you. He already knows what it's like being with you. And he's played with your heart two times now. And now oftentimes what happens is after twice, the girl will forever continue coming back for him. And Mm -hmm. she can't move on because it's this constant, like you're addicted to the drama of the situation Mm -hmm. instead of walking away in elegance and be like, look, I'm not dealing with this. Like, this is not healthy for anyone and you need to figure it out. Um, so you don't need to close off all doors, but you shouldn't be at his every move and available to him. Yeah. Back and call and available to him and all this stuff. And don't let him hold your hand. Don't let him do that stuff, you know, because he's slap that sucker. He's your friend. (laughs) He's your friend. True. So, and what I will say is like, it might, even be hard for him to still be your friend and that's okay it's okay if you don't you're not friends with him yeah true so and i have nothing to add that's that well i don't know why this friend thing is like so pushed in catholic communities i'm like but you don't want to be his friend so don't be his friend like what are you talking about they're like well he just wants to be friends i'm like do you want to be friends no but i i just want to be near him i'm like well if you don't want to be friends then don't be his friend Right. It's black and white in my head. Or the girl's like, we broke up, but we like want to be friends. I'm like, well, were you friends before you dated? No. Well, why would you start a new relationship? That makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) I get so fired up. Because yeah, he's a boy, he's not mature yet, and he just doesn't know what he wants. And you're not gonna be the one that he toys around with. Let that be someone else. Yep. Because it has to be someone. He's not gonna. He's not gonna figure it out just by sitting alone. Some people do, right. but it, he has to have a woman to like figure it out with, and don't let that be you. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, girl, is worth more. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any danger and hacker isn't gonna take that. <laughs> <laughs> if a man knows what he wants he's still going he will let still i going. can't Just he will let it. you know he will go after you yes he will let yep. you know so many women are like i'm not sure if he's in me it's like he's not into you then if you're not sure yeah. he's not into you yep. he'll make it known yep. yep so when he knows what he and wants not, also i mean maybe this isn't the case for you but for me at least like it's because we've done this we've gone through this with other boys that we thought were men okay oh, yeah <laughs> The whole, we're not getting- from some high, like high top where we're just like, this is how it should be because we have good and holy faithful men. Like that's just how it is. Like, no, like we have been with and made some poor decisions with some not so great boys. Okay. So that's where this is coming from. <laughs> We've been in that. We've been in the whole, uh-huh. well, he, I snapped him and he opened it and he didn't say anything. Do you think I should text him? What if I double text him? Will you think I'm crazy? Like, will he ever call me? He's never called yep. me. We've only FaceTime once with like a few girlfriends and yep. in a group. And like, you think he's mm-hmm. into me? Like he sat next to me at the party, but then he went and made out with another girl. But I think he likes me more And like, no, yep. yes, no, 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 no. Walk away. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> You're stressing me out. <laughs> stop being crazy. <laughs> like he doesn't like you. Okay. It's fine. Just move on. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah. Anywho. Well, here we are. And uh, we'll see you next week. But actually, what do well, we have we... going on? Yeah. Oh, we're recapping next week because I'll have moved by then. Oh, heck so we're yes. we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about house, some wedding planning. Projects things like that yep well Mm -hmm. next week will be a chit chat week 
Send in your yeah, heck yes and heck no's. And your what in the dang heck moments. Yes. 312-775-2615. And we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.